Um, kia ora, Koto everyone. Welcome to Queenstown Live podcast. It's a beautiful Saturday. I had to think then what day it was. Um, and I'm here with the lovely Holly Woodhouse, um, who is, I love this, adventurer, endurance athlete, blogger, designer, photographer, <laughs> on, um, in beautiful Lake Tukapo, um, up uh, in the South Island. Uh, welcome. How am I? Hi, Dumai. Thank you for inviting me on your show. You are very welcome. Um, have you got a beautiful day there? You, I'll just explain. Holly's got this d- divine picture behind her. Is that, is that like the lake? Yeah, I took yeah. it about oh, two weeks ago, just down, um, yeah, down on the edge of the lake in autumn. Yeah, full, just a beautiful, flat last lake and the autumn leaves so good i love autumn i every year i go oh it's my favorite season and then i go into like spring i'm not a massive winter fan but um but then i forget and i'm like no no autumn it's perfect it's warm it's cold at night the fire's on and the colors are just incredible so, so calm. Yeah. um how are you and how are you <laughs> i know that's a very loaded question there, so <laughs> Um, I, I am great. I am, uh, count myself very lucky to have been isolating in Lake Tekapo, uh, which has been absolutely beautiful. Uh, but also in the fact that in regards to job, I've kind of carried on almost sort of business as usual. So, uh, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, no, I consider myself very, very lucky. Um, I'm Who's in, describe to me who's in your bubble and has that changed over the, the levels? No, I have got one other person in my bubble and that is my fiancé and he is the local policeman here. So both of us have been just, dare I say it, business as usual. Yeah. He's, obviously his job's a lot, lot quieter, but um, it still meant that we I come, come into my office and he goes out on the road and keeps doing his job. So, yeah, but it is somewhat, we haven't really let anyone else into our bubble. I was uh, going to say, has he been yeah. keeping an eye on you, like slipping out to hug people? And, like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so, I'll do that. <laughs> um, we might all go, he's got um, next weekend off, so we might try and go to um, my parents. But it has been just Brad and I and our two dogs for since lockdown yeah. yeah so in terms of your work then I know you say business as usual so describe to me um what's like a normal week for you and and is that exactly the same so you're still working with the same companies and doing the same stuff <clears throat> yeah sort of so I moved to Lake Tekapo at Christmas and set up um, my own design <clears throat> business so I do websites and graphic design and uh sort of business as usual. I was actually, this year was supposed to be sort of a big speaking kind of, I was going really pushing my speaking um, and trying to do that. Obviously that has uh, been turned on its head and no no one wants anyone coming into their offices. Uh, So that's changed, but I've uh, just been lucky that I can keep on with my design work, you know, nature of in front of a computer and dare I say it, Zooms and all that type of thing. so yeah, so it's been it's been good actually. Yeah. So I was um, I was talking to Steph Hansen. I don't know if you if you know what's up. So women in triathlon. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, yep. I um we chatted a couple of weeks ago. Um, and we had a really interesting conversation actually about one the world of races and the, and the fact that it stopped. Um, 
and the feeling around that and how people are coping around that because you know I, I we I, you know we're both quite lucky in that I can still get out on my bike I don't live we don't live in a city we're not cramped in a little tiny apartment we can I can go and thrust myself over the fence if I want to throw my child out the window do you know um and and actually some people are one in a mental health capacity really struggling with the fact that there's no races because that's just their thing that just keeps chugging along um and also the fact that they can't swim they can't go and do those big you know into the wild type days of training um how has that been for you what's the conversation been like around your people your kind of community uh, it's amazing, actually. I Yes, it is a bit of a challenge for some people that are used to going out into the water and going further afield, but um, it's given sort of everyone a, a chance to, to do something different. Uh, I suppose I'm lucky that I love running, and so therefore that has I've still been able to carry on with my running. Uh, but you kind of, if sort of the... From what I can read online and a lot of people they're working on different areas that they hadn't done before so I mean by the time you know six weeks running around the same blocks getting a rather bit tedious but it's given people the chance to work on their strength work or you know pick up a different type of habit habit and bring something into their life that prior to lockdown it was all about going into the mountains and I mean that will always be there. And I think if you can look at this as an opportunity to do something a little different in the circumstances that we are, then yep. use it as an opportunity to explore something else. Yeah. Cause I, I got, I went through this whole ragey, um, you know, uh, being online stage that kind of just comes and goes, comes and goes. Uh, yeah. I deleted Facebook a thousand times. But I, <laughs> you know, I was following all these accounts on Instagram and still seeing all these boys out riding in packs. And I'm like, well, what are you doing and then I was like I have to stop I'm not a vigilante police I can't deal with that I can't look at it I have to and and, and part of me was like come on like do you know um I had to have totally, you been through the rage yeah. have you have you and have you enacted any of your rage no I haven't I I suppose you do get frustrated at other people when you feel that or I'm not supposed to be doing it, so therefore how can you break the rules and you go and do it? But at the end of the day, you just, I suppose you just have to be, well, this is my decision and I'm comfortable with the fact that I'm not going to go out and that, and if they want to do that, then so be it. But six or eight weeks is gonna come around fast enough um, and we'll be allowed to be back out there. So just hang in there. It's actually, um, quite really when we when i found out that we were had to do that full week of lockdown it was extremely similar i suppose having gone through my trip across greenland which was also a very similar amount of time to lockdown and and i just i was like okay i can do this i know the first week is going to be all weird and <clears throat> then we can get into it and then by the last week it was it will also dare I say it kind of become the, the new normal um and so I was probably I didn't actually mind heading into lockdown so probably because of my past experience of doing an adventure that had already been four weeks like that yeah so, so explain to people who don't know what that because I've been reading about it and, and yeah. you know I mean, I, I find it really interesting when people talk about endurance races and stuff that's tough because because I know kind of what that feels like. 
in a in a one in a training sense but then in a race sense I, I've got over that feeling of you know what I'm trying to say is my normal is not somebody else's normal so uh, the way I see it what's one person's 100k race in the middle of nowhere is actually exactly the same as somebody's 1k race uh, yeah. down a road like they uh, there's no difference there's no gradient there's no one's better than the other or one's harder than the other they're just different so when people go why do you do that i'm like well why do you do that thing that you do that i think yeah. well, Furbo. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's no difference they're just we just all have our thing right and our thing that makes us go so explain yeah. about that race and explain about the psychology around that because that'll be really interesting to hear about. Yeah, well, it's actually fascinating because, I mean, I have been doing public speaking talks and a lot of people, resilience is sort of like a, a big topic um, as such. And, and it's not until I've really probably gone into this lockdown that I've realised that, so I did an adventure uh, walking a Nordic skiing across the Greenland ice cap. So we were told it was sort of taking us between 21 to 25 days and it ended up taking us 29 days and it was extremely challenging in the fact that we had terrible weather, uh, we pretty much ran out of food, like we were pushed to our limit and um, it's amazing, I always say adventures like that are not actually about the adventure, it's more about how your you mind and how you cope with something like that and yeah they are the lessons that come out of it and <laughs> like like a like an international pandemic right <laughs> yeah, yeah well it's it's um like what we went into we went into this lockdown having no idea what was about to come to us and it's exactly the same when i went to greenland i like you know so much you know that you're going to be in there for four weeks and we're not allowed to go anywhere and but you don't actually know what it's going to be like until and, you get through it. And that's so true. So I had a conversation yesterday with a really good friend of mine and we were like an interview on here. And, and it's like, but you don't know what's coming in life. Like, you, you know, people go, I don't know what's coming. You're like, no, you don't want, but you don't know what's coming this afternoon. You yeah. don't know what's coming in the morning. You could walk to the shop and something weird could happen to you. Do you know? Um, it's like that rolling with what, you're faced with and actually things are completely out of your control and just being all right with that yeah that's the big part the big part that you have trust in yourself that you might not have been like through something like this before but you but you have trust in yourself that you know the last time you came up to a situation wherever it was I mean you you got through it and you survived and it actually wasn't as bad as what it was I mean I am aware that there's some pretty awful situations out there because of COVID-19 and, and where we are. But I think we'll look back and it'll be a massive learning curve for a lot of people yeah. getting through this. Yeah. So have you learned anything about yourself? Have you kind of... Because I know for me, at the end of the day, I've started journaling, which is totally <laughs> not... Like, I am not that girl <laughs> at all. And I was like, do you know what? This is going to be really... This is going to be something I'll regret if I don't actually write down some feelings for years to come. Yeah. Um, and I've just sat, actually, when I've put my baby to bed at night, I've actually tried to sit and think, what have I noticed about myself that I've been through today or these past couple of weeks? And how have I responded to that stuff? And, oh, look at how angry I got about that. What was that about? And, oh, I could have done that probably a bit better. But I've really kind of tried to be a bit kind of self-aware about what, what, oh, what's going on there that's a little bit different. Have you done that? Um, 
I think I think I'm probably in a very lucky position that I haven't really haven't been a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's just been like a very much normal to the fact that there's no people around. But yeah. um, but for me, so my sort of biggest thing through this is just just sort of getting up and carrying on each day. I suppose I haven't like I've probably been tested a lot more in other situations um, where life is full on and stuff's going crazy. So I'm probably, I'm quite an introvert. So I've, I've loved this. I've loved slowing down. Um, Obviously still doing a lot of stuff, but I've been working on my photography. Been starting Um, your watercolors again. I've noticed. I know. I, I haven't done that since school. I bought some, I got some watercolors and I've started drawing again and and stop comparing myself to other people and just uh, do what what I want to do. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. the age of yeah. comparison, especially online, is so... Um, I've talked to lots of people. That's come up quite a lot, actually, about that whole... Um, well, one, I've noticed my online stuff, um, the amount of people who are looking at it has gone way up because obviously it's people are sitting insane, at home. And I've noticed, yeah, and I've noticed with me, like I said, I admitted yesterday, I'm completely addicted to my phone. So I've tried to put some real strict things in place where, you know, the weekends I'm trying not to look at it until at night or it's going to be trying to be at lunchtime when I pick it up. Um, because otherwise you're just constantly like, what are they doing? What are they doing? What are they doing? What's that? What's that? And it just drives you crazy uh, it's that, that sort of addicted um you know how many people followed how many people followed someone else and why haven't they followed me yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah we're sort of living in this world where it's all through the phone and quite superficial yeah and so yeah just trying to step back and just be who cares if no one likes it i put it up there because it was for me not for anyone else exactly um and just kind of briefly um is it quite weird being there with no tourists? Because I know, I mean, I haven't been into town in five weeks in Queenstown. So I, yeah. I noticed, I live near our town and it's been, like I went around on my bike and did a video of anybody and there was no one there. For yeah. you, how has that been? Yeah, a ghost town. I've actually just written a blog about it. But um, I mean, from, from a little village that, is purely tourist and because we are halfway between we're on that tourist route as well so yeah. cars after cars would go past we, I live right next door to the challenge um so the petrol station and it was just madness people everywhere and then to go from that to literally no one yeah like there's no one around and I've been talking to a couple of locals and they're saying you know it's just like the 90s when Tikapo wasn't really, tourism wasn't a massive thing, you know, and it's been, it's been beautiful, but, but it would be nice to have the tourists back. For, do you, do you secretly it, want it to be a little bit quieter? <laughs> I just, I consider myself lucky to have been here yeah. in this time yeah. and, and be a part of Lake Tikapo in this, yeah, so quiet, so yeah. quiet, like, the odd truck will go past and that's about it um, yeah really weird eh? Yeah. really weird everybody's saying the same yeah. here they're like it's like the 90s and i'm like yeah. <laughs> that's crazy totally weird and you know it's a real there's a real feeling of sadness here and a real feeling of like what's the future going to look like and 
and and what do we want it to look like and it's you know kind of exciting and and worrying and scary and I'm worried about a lot of people but you know it is it's weird it's really really weird so have you got um have you got any races that you had in mind or that you'd um or or has that changed now have you put your set your sights on anything else yeah, well, uh, so I was supposed to do the, there's a race called the Mount Oxford Odyssey. I was supposed to do that. That was in uh, sort of mid-April. And I was actually going to head over to uh, Kenya and do an ultra over there. So that's been cancelled, unfortunately. Uh, but it's just changing it up, actually. Yeah, we actually sat on, just looked on the race calendars. It's kind of hard to know if people, if events are going to go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and what that is but I just said you know we'll put I'd, I'd love to do the old ghost ghost ultra in the end of February um I'd love yeah maybe the Kepler if I can get in I yeah we'll just wait and see but um lockdown is sort of I've been running every day and it's brought back my love of running so I'm really enjoying it at the moment so I was loving it did a half marathon and started running and I was like yeah I can run it's just amazing and then my bloody knee Oh yeah, but like the new injury, completely new. So I haven't run in probably about two weeks oh. now, and it's. I mean, I'm still bike, which is great, but yeah. like I love the simplicity of putting your trainers on and a, and a sports bra, and like bye, <laughs> and then you yeah. just go. Oh, yeah. So now I've been I've been instructed to go walking, and I'm like, uh. but actually I really. So when I got pregnant, I walked a lot because I couldn't run really quickly. Every, loads of my other friends were like, I can run and I'm like it feels like everything's gonna fall out so yeah. <laughs> we won't do that um, <laughs> but I actually fell in love with walking again like the actual simplicity and the quietness of walking and then you start running again and you're like I don't want to walk yeah walk and look yeah. at things yeah I know <laughs> I know it's sort of oh I, I'm sitting here and I can see the lake and it's like glass and I've um you know, it's, it's always the way when you're not allowed to do something, yeah, you really want wrong. to do it. That's and so wrong. during lockdown, I was like, I really want to go kayaking again. So I've been I know. a couple of times. And I, I know. Um, so are you ready for your uh, quick fire round? Oh, yes. Do I? Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, salt or sweet? Oh, sweet. Um, best favourite New Zealand biscuit? Oh, ginger nut. Oh, God. You're a disgrace to humanity. Do you know what? Like, <laughs> the amount, this is not a quick fire, but the amount of women who have gone, ginger nut. And I'm like, who even are you, weirdo? Like, what? But it has to be a certain brand. There's this company from Invercargill. I can't remember, like the Big Becky or something like that. Oh, my, that's so good. They're rancid. Um, Favourite vegetable? Oh, I love broccoli. Uh, spring or autumn? Oh, autumn because I've just lived through the. I know. Um, Star Wars or Star Trek? Oh my god, I, I neither. I haven't neither. Oh, you're the first one who said neither. Um, manicured lawn or unruly meadow? Oh, unruly meadow. Yes. Uh, did you used to do your homework at the start of the school holidays or on the last day? Uh, bit of a combination probably <laughs> anything that I wanted to do I was quite a good a good so maybe yeah at the start I was at the start I was a start girl <laughs> um, guilty music pleasure 
Oh. Uh, I, I, I love Bruce Springsteen. That's not guilty. That's awesome. Um, would you have your scone, scone or scone with a jam then cream or cream then jam? Oh, jam then cream. Well done. <laughs> um, one famous person, alive or dead, who you would invite into your bubble? Oh, um, who would I invite into my bubble? Probably Ricky Gervais. Oh, good one. I've tried to watch his second series of the new thing that's out. And I watched one and I was a little bit, I was like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> I need something light. <laughs> I need something so, a little bit lighter than this. so good. So good, yeah. eh? Um, and something that you've been watching or listening to that you would like to recommend people? Uh, oh, there's, um, okay, on YouTube, there's a girl, a Kiwi girl called Elena Osborne, I think. She um, did the PCT and she filmed it. It's great. Ooh. A really great kind of, I think she's got like eight different videos on it, on her journey across. It's really good. Oh. Really, really good. Because yeah. I, watched, I watched the Wild film. Ah, yeah. Um, and I've tried to get Cheryl on here, but she, yeah. it's really difficult to get in touch with her. Um, but obviously, ever since then, everyone's gone, I really want to go and do that. Um, so, oh, that's awesome. And do you, yeah, know, do you know what it's, it's really called? Cool. Pardon? Do you know what it's called? Um, so her name is Elena Osborne. And hang on one sec. I love it. I'll do some interviews. It's called a Pacific Crest Trail film. Ooh. And there we go. Awesome. I'm going to have a look. Yeah. Um, well, thank you very much. So she's got her own YouTube uh, channel just called Elena Osborne. Oh, I'm going to have a look at that. That's yeah, awesome. Really um, yeah. And what are you going to go and do right now? Oh, I'm probably, I'm going to go kayaking. Yeah, I'm going to go and get on my bike, I think, for... Yeah. Half an hour between. Well, I went for a run this morning. Just wasn't feeling it, so I turned around. Um, but I might go out for a kayak. So I always know. say go, and if you don't like, I always think if I don't like it, still after ten minutes, I'd come back. Yeah, we were just. I went with um, my boyfriend, and we got to about three k. We were like, oh, I just should turn around. Yeah, like, let's, yeah, go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's go home. Let's go home and have a cup of tea. Fair enough. Yeah, oh, Thank you so much, Holly, for uh, allowing us into your Saturday. Oh, thank you. Um, and we will speak to you very soon. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for inviting me on. It's been great. Welcome. See you soon. Bye. Bye.